Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work, over 3,700 reviews to read anytime you want at that website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. The Finest Hours is the name of the film I'm going to review today. It's a drama-slash-adventure film. It's PG-13 for its intense sequences of peril. It runs an hour and 57 minutes, and it stars Chris Pine, Holiday Granger, Casey Affleck, Eric Bana, Ben Foster, Kyle Gallner, and John Magaro. The director is Craig Gillespie, and the screenplay is by Scott Silver, Paul Tomasi, and Eric Johnson. And it's based on the nonfiction book by Casey Sherman and Michael J. Tugius. The Finest Hours is based on a true story, and it's set mostly in the winter of 1952, where off of the snowy coast of Cape Cod, Massachusetts, an oil tanker named the SS Pendleton would be split in half due to a vicious nor'easter and the massive 60-foot swells that it causes. One half of the Pendleton would sink immediately to the bottom of the ocean, killing whatever men it had on board that portion, and the other half would sink much more slowly, and the 33 men on board that half are desperate to figure out a way to stay alive amid the freezing, turbulent chaos, hoping to figure out a way to run the half-ship aground until they can be rescued. Chris Pine, the star of the film, is playing a meek Coast Guard recruit, a, a coxswain named Bernie Weber, who's assigned to try to mount a rescue mission with three other volunteers in a small 36-foot craft through the heart of that storm and get whatever men he can find back to shore. Much of The Finest Hours is a very Hollywoodized telling of a relatively simple inspirational story. There's a bifurcated plot line here that not only shows us the efforts of the Coast Guard and their peril in mounting this rescue mission, but we also move the action from time to time to feature the men of the SS Pendleton, who are headed by an engineer played by the uh, fairly ponderous introverted Casey Affleck, and they try to keep from drifting aimlessly until they inevitably sink, which would happen in only a matter of hours unless they can find a way to get the ship to ground before they're flooded. There's also a completely needless third major story element that involves Bernie and his spunky girlfriend Miriam, their courtship, their engagement, and her uh, Miriam's subsequent efforts to try to stick her nose in all sorts of places where it doesn't belong, and she provokes lots of confrontations and resolutions that are <laughs> they're too contrived to be believable. Interestingly, for those of you who've seen this movie, the true story is that Bernie and Miriam had already been married for nearly two years prior to the events of this film, and Miriam, during all of this, had actually been in bed with the flu for the duration of these events, but, you know, Hollywood prefers happy beginnings to make for their happy endings, as they say. So so we have Miriam to become her own kind of action hero in certain respects. Despite a quality cast of solid character actors, The Finest Hours suffers from a, a sort of imbalance in its storytelling. It relies far too heavily on this bombastic effort to wow us with near cataclysmic storm effects. Those effects are so front and center that they figuratively drown out the the ability of the stock movie characterizations to come to life and that renders much of the dialogue to be very pat the actions that these characters undertake to be quite predictable and subsequently the film fails to be that true nail-biter intention that it should have been to make this adventure feel worthwhile now while the film is technically impressive in its effects work 
most of the film feels like it was rendered on computers and uh, you know these acting performances seem to be done with green screen technology behind them so even those elements where we should be floored by all of the heroic feats that the men have to perform they feel muted by the artifice of the obvious CGI embellishments around them. While the true small-scale but inspirational story of heroism underneath the several coats of visual effects and Hollywood hogwash may have been one worthy of telling, unfortunately, the effort to make this film a rousing and crowd-pleasing and borderline disaster movie blockbuster it perpetually undermines the credibility necessary to find any of what happens emotionally stirring or thrilling. And that leads to a finale that's eye-rolling. It feels excessively exaggerated to the point of being pure fiction. You know, they say one should go big or go home, but I think the effort here to go big on every one of the narrative elements keeps the overinflated beats within the finest hours from ever leaving the docks. I'm going to give the finest hours a two and a half star rating out of four. And two and a half stars means I feel it's a middling work. I think that you had all of the elements here to make a good movie, but I think that the overreaching in the storytelling elements to try to compel us in our seats go a little too far to the point where we just really start disbelieving a lot of what we're seeing. And I think that that really undermines the movie's emotional impact and also the thrilling elements lay pretty flat because we don't really buy it. So it's watchable, certainly. And I think that, you know, the performances are fine given the fact that they're, the characters are very bland. But I do think that the, the finest hours definitely, as they say, misses the boat. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And if you happen to be on iTunes, if you want to support the show, you can leave a review there. It definitely helps the show out a great deal. So until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you go to the movies. 